Hello, 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 Drifty Land people. Uh, hi, how are you? Forgive me, I am drinking my coffee. I know I sound like I'm dead, but uh, I have been so tired <laughs> lately, and um, I seriously, like, yesterday, I was so tired. I took a nap during the day, and then I literally passed out um, around midnight, which you're like, that's pretty late. It is pretty late. I was, I was, like, working to make up for, like, the epic nap that I took, and then I slept through three alarms this morning. <laughs> I still got up on time, but I was, like, so just, like, absolutely dead tired. Like, I slept through all my alarms, and it was just, it was crazy. Um so I usually don't do podcasts this early, but I've had this um, episode in my head for like a week um, and I've wanted to record it and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it now because I can't get it out of my head. Um, and I just talked to uh, Amber, one of my dearest friends um, about this topic. So I was like, okay, I can't wait. I'm going to do it really quick. Um, I have a meeting at 11, but I'm going to do it really quick before that. Um, so... What I want to talk about is magic. Um, And I'm not talking about, I'm kind of talking about like the hippy dippy magic, but I'm more so talking about like making opportunities for yourself and not waiting for opportunities to happen to you. Um, And this is something that I'm talking to with Amber uh, because she's working on a musical um, back in Wilmington and it's her first musical in like a crazy long time. um, And she's, doing a lot for it. She's like managing a lot of the dance stuff and the choreography. And we're talking about how much of a challenge it's been for her, but how it's like an incredible opportunity. And she said something like, you know, it's magic. And now, and she was referring to that and a couple of other things in her life that she's like, you know, it's, it's the magic, uh, working. And I was like, no man, it's you. Like, it's like you made the magic. Like everything you have in your life is because you right now you've, I don't want to go into specifics because I don't want to like invade her personal privacy and what's going on in her life. But like, basically it's like everything that she has right now, she has like really, really worked for and sacrificed and done the hard work and makes me super proud of her. But it's also just like evidence that when you want things in life, like you have to get them. And then like the magic happens, like opportunities come up serendipitous moments, all those things. Like they don't just happen when you're sitting around and and wishing they would. They happen when you're out in the world getting involved um, and asking for what you want. Um, And sometimes they happen in ways that you don't expect. And that's kind of the best part, you know, when when it happens and you're like, oh man, I can't believe this happened the way that it did. Um, And it's kind of crazy. Uh, So I have... I have a person, I'm going to go back to the magic, but I have a personal anecdote that lines up really well for this. And it's, if you, if you've listened to my last few podcasts, this is going to come out of left field and you're going to be like, wait, what? Wait, wait, what? Melissa, what? Um, so I've been talking about this like walkabout that I've been taking all summer. I was in England for a month and then I moved to New York for the summer to do a writing workshop. Um, and I've just been, and I'm I'm helping a friend of mine. Um, she is running for office and I don't want to give any more details than that because I just don't want to, um, running for office and I'm helping her with some stuff as well. Um, 
doing the writing workshop, working at my, my gerb, um, and working on drifty land stuff, obviously. And I, I've just been like really focused on my personal growth and myself. And because of that, uh, something that I have said, like on this podcastle and uh, to like close friends of mine is like, you know, I really, I really don't want to date anyone. Like that's like the one battle cry that I've had. I don't want to date anyone. I don't want to date anyone. Um, and the reasons were pretty simple. You know, I really was trying to work on myself um, and really just like working towards a lot of goals. Um, <laughs> you can know where this is going. Um, but of, 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 and I, I, I seriously like had like, I, I said it so many times when I was in Wilmington. I said it when I was in England. Like, I don't, I don't like want to date someone. And I swear, like, if you, if I went back and looked at all those moments, there was always someone there that was like, yeah, but like, what if you met someone? And I was like, no, like you don't like, you don't just meet people. Melissa saying that you don't, things don't just happen. Melissa saying that like, you know, things just don't happen to you. Um, I'm like the biggest hypocrite when it comes to my own, like, love life <laughs> like like in every other aspect of my life I'm very like yeah let things happen to you like put yourself out there in my love life I'm like no don't let things happen to you <laughs> they won't um so I I, I you know I, I said that I said it so many times um but of course as things happen in life and that whole cliche of like, you'll meet someone when you least expect it. Uh, I did. Um, I did meet someone. Um, and we are dating and in a relationship and it happened very fast. Did not see it coming. Um, and I'm kind of reverting back to you know, and I did my podcast before, um, any other time that I've, I've been with someone exclusively. I'm very like careful about their privacy and what I share and what I say, um, because people have their own lives. I can't just, you know, come on here and talk about every personal fucking detail of someone else's life. Um, but it's like going to go out of my way to like respect his privacy, but, um, I will for the sake of this podcast and this, this story, um, I will say, like, his name's Kyle, he's really cool, he's an archaeologist, he's a really cool dude, he lives in New York, um, I think I mentioned him on the last podcast that he was helping me with, uh, my trip to Jordan, um, so I won't tell you anything more than that about him personally, but I will tell you how we met, because it's a crazy story, and totally lines up with this whole thing, and also, like, and also it, um, it's just like the most Melissa thing that you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's look back two years ago, two years ago. Okay. This was when I was like single two years ago. Um, I had just like done a play in Wilmington and one night, and let me just tell you, I like, I didn't remember any of this before a few weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't remember any of this happened. Um, but like two years ago, whatever, um, Amber and I, my best friend that I referred to earlier, um, who is now like my roommate back at home, um, Amber and I were out somewhere, uh, 
talking or I think maybe you're at an apartment. I don't remember that detail, but we're talking and um, she said something about a friend of hers from college. And she said like, oh, like he like loves to travel and he's an archaeologist. And I was like, Amber, like, why didn't you ever, why didn't you tell me this person existed? (laughs) Like what? You, you know someone who's an archaeologist? Like, who is he? And, like, like you know, and she was like, oh, like, his name's Kyle, and he's really nice. And, and I was like, and it was so weird because, like, I'm very aggressive in, well, okay, I am aggressive when it comes to, to dating. Okay, I am. Okay, I am aggressive. I, I'm not going to lie to you about that. Um, but I've never really done this before. Um, but, like, something about it kind of struck me, and I was like, oh, like, can I, like, add him on Facebook? Can I, like, reach out to him and say something? Like, I just want to know him. Uh, He sounds awesome. And Amber was like, okay, like, you can do that. Like, all right, just, like, don't make it weird. Um, So I messaged him on Facebook two years ago and was like, hey, I'm Melissa. I heard that you like to travel and you're into stuff that I'm into. We should be friends. It's literally what I said. (laughs) And he was like first was like, you know, thinking like, who the hell is this person? Um, but then was like, yeah, okay. Like we can be friends. Um, and that was it. Like, that was it. That was like two years ago. Um, I completely forgot about it. I didn't forget about him, but I just completely forgot that I did that. Um, and then a few months ago I was talking about going to New York. Um, I was talking about a few places that I might want to travel during the summer. And I mentioned, Jordan and Amber again was like, oh, well, like you should talk to Kyle. Like you should, you know, you should ask him because he's been there. And I was like, no, Amber, like I like randomly added him on Facebook. I think like that's how we became like Facebook friends. Like I'm not going to like be weird and, and message him. Like I'm not going to do that. It's going to be really weird. I already made it weird enough. Um, so like imagine my surprise when I got to New York, Kyle messaged me and was like, yo, you're going to Jordan. You live in New York. Let's talk about it. And that was pretty much, that, that's it. That's how I met. Um, <laughs> through me, like, just being like, oh, I like the sound of him. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message him on Facebook. And it's so funny, because um, when I talked to him about it, for some reason, I thought I did that, like, six months ago. And then he showed me the message, and he's like, Melissa, that was two years ago that you did that. And I was like, no, it wasn't. And he's like, yeah, it was two years ago that you messaged me. It wasn't six months ago. And I like really had to sort the details in my head. And I was like, oh my God, it was two years ago. Two years ago, I met this person online because I was like, I'm going to just message this person, which is crazy. I'm not advocating messaging strangers, okay? Like in some situations, that would probably be really bad. But like, just like I like think about two years ago, Melissa, and I was like, girl, you had some balls man messaging some stranger like that you don't even know (laughs) um but that's like like go so going back to the whole magic thing like you could say you could say like oh well that's you know that's just how people meet people through friends um and I'm gonna be like no man that's not how you meet like 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 that's like it's how you meet people when you are willing to just throw yourself out there and see what happens. That's how you meet people. I'm like not saying that if you person who's listening to this messages anyone on Facebook, they think looks interesting. Like, okay, that's like a little too far. But when you 
are open and receptive to like opportunities um even if it doesn't seem like anything like even if something just interests you it piques your interest and you're like hey i'm gonna just like pursue that a little bit and see what happens like that's what happened with this writing workshop i just pursued it a little bit and it worked out that's what happened with going to new york that's what happened with going to london for a month like all these things happen when you are like willing to let them happen and you just kind of pursue things and that's kind of the same thing with amber she kind of just you know saw things that she was interested in and she's like i'm just gonna pursue it a little bit and see what happens and i sorry i was drinking coffee um i have a lot of friends that would be like yeah but like you're just like very confident and i've had people say this to me i'm not just like you know like you know like like you know, patting myself on the back here. Um, I've had people say like, you're weird. It's different. You're confident and you're like, really you're bold and blah, blah, blah. Like you're brave. And I'm like, dude, I might be those things sometimes, but let me tell you, I have never been as freaking nervous to meet someone in my life than I was to meet Kyle that first time. Like seriously, seriously nervous. I was like, this guy's awesome. I am terrified to meet him because he's awesome. Um, I was so nervous. Um, And I was nervous for the writing workshop, too. I was like, man, what are you doing here? Like, you, why are you here? You don't belong here. And I think it's really natural for us to, like, get scared and and try to um, tell ourselves that we are not enough because it keeps us safe. It keeps us comfortable. Um, it, it, you know, it, it keeps us from getting hurt. Um, but like my mindset now is just like, man, do things for the right reasons and put yourself out there and, and just pursue what makes you happy and keep moving forward, keep moving forward and don't get stuck. And things, things will just, things will happen for you. Um, so if you're like listening to this and you're like, Melissa, I would never do that. (laughs) I would never, just message someone. I, you know, or I would never just like leave and go move somewhere else. I would never like, like if you think of any of these things that I say and you think they're wild and that you would never do them, I'm going to tell you, like, I have not always been this self-aware. I have not always been this like go and get it. Um, and sometimes I'm still not like, sometimes I am insecure and I, and I, you know, um, don't really know what I want, but like, it's in those moments that I feel like that when I feel insecure, I'm like, you got work to do, girl. Like you, you can't just sit here in this state where you feel sorry for yourself. If there's something wrong, you got to fix it. And sometimes it's going to be really hard work. Um, you know, for me, my writing, it's hard work. It's hard to be a better writer. (laughs) Who knew? Um, but I can't just like sit in this mediocre state and, and be like, okay, well, what I'm doing is good enough. No, like you got to do more. If you want more, you got to, you got to pursue more. Um, you can't just like let yourself down like that. Um, I, I'm trying to think of how to, I don't know if I want to like use this specific example because again, like I don't like when I know that like the person that I'm talking about is, is comfortable with me talking about them. Like I obviously like I, you know, I know Amber is okay with me talking about her as long as I'm very like careful with the details. You know, I, I, brought it up to Kyle, like, hey, you have a podcast, and sometimes I talk about people that I'm dating on it, so I might mention you, and he's like, okay, just, like, respect my privacy, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, um, but in this case, like, 
okay, I'm just going to make up a person. I'm going to make up a person and make up a situation because I don't, I, I have a really good example, but I don't want to use it because I don't know if the person would be cool with me talking about it. Um, so I'm going to kind of give some different details on the, on the spot. Um, I, okay. I have a friend who, um, has been doing the same job for a really long time and she is to the point where she really doesn't believe she can do anything else because she's been doing the same thing for so long and there's like a safety in that and a routine in that and she's like I'm not just gonna like you know quit this job that I've been doing for like eight nine years even though you know I don't feel great about it all the time and it kind of makes me feel like shit and I don't feel creative and I don't feel energized and like you know, I'm not getting paid enough, and she's had opportunities to go and try other things, but, like, there's no immediate, like, this is going to work out, there's no promise that this is going to work for her, um, and that fear keeps her in that place, and, like, the thing I would say to that is, like, you got, first, I mean, you got to pay your bills, okay, you got to pay your bills, you can't just, like, quit everything, you got to pay your bills, um, but, like, you got to put yourself in a position of strength and you got to prioritize your own needs. Like if you're not making enough money at your job and that's the reason that you can't find another job, like that's, that's fucked. Okay. Like, unless you're doing something that you absolutely love and you're like, I'm willing to take the the lesser paycheck. If you're doing something that makes you feel awful and you're getting paid really like, like paid decently, that's not worth it. It's not the only, the, the, the only situation where it's okay is if, like, you're doing something you don't really like, but you're making a ton of money, and, like, because of that, you can do other things that you really like, okay, that, in that case, I'd be like, okay, it's still problematic, but, like, it's okay, um, break for me drinking coffee, but, like, if you are, like, for example, like, Wilmington, like, I lived in Wilmington, I've, I've, I've been living in Wilmington for years, and, like, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to find the job that I want here. And I was right. So I work remotely for a company now, um, you know, doing what I want to do and making what I want to make. And I didn't get it right away. You know, it took two years. Like it took a really long time for me to, you know, it actually took longer than that. It took like five years because I did other jobs. You know, I worked in agencies. I did project management. I did everything else, but what I wanted to do for so long, but I always had my eye on the prize and I'm like, that's what we want. That's what we're doing. That's what we're getting. Um, and I think it's like the same thing with anything else. Like you have a certain picture in your head of, of wh- how your life should be. And I know in the short term, it's frustrating when it's not like that, but like, you got to keep on the picture. Like if you want to like be, you know, if you want to star in a show, like a, th- like a play and I, you know, obviously work in theater somewhat. So that's my go-to example. Like you can't just expect that you're going to walk into an audition and get like a leading role. I mean, you might, but like, if you know in your fucking guts that you are, I am a leading lady or a leading man, um, while you're waiting to get that opportunity, you got to work. You got to put the work in. Um, I talked about this in a couple podcasts ago, and I didn't really think of, think that it was that special, but I had someone reach out to me and tell me it really struck a chord with them. So I was like, okay, maybe there's something there. Um, talk about the, the vibes of revision. It's really easy to get frustrated and lazy when no one can see the work you're doing except for you and you feel like you're not making a huge difference. Um, I would say in those situations, like it's okay that no one sees you being great and no one sees you trying and no one sees you being better. You just have to see it. You have to see it. You have to feel that you are putting the effort forward to get what you want. You have to do it. That's where the work starts. It can't be for anyone else. 
You can't, you know, you know, get involved in a play and say, I'm doing this for the attention. I'm doing this for the ego. You got to do it because you fucking love it. And you got to be the best that you can be, even if no one is ever going to see you do it. That's just like how it works. And that energy, that like positive, that positivity, it does something to you. It does absolutely does something to you. Um, and it's not going to be like perfect all the time in your life. And sometimes you're not going to want to try. Like sometimes you are going to be lazy and it's okay. Um, that's okay. You need an opportunity to rest and be numb and, and all that stuff. But like, I would say like, you can't, can't live there. You know, you can't live in numb town. And I've had this talk with myself so many times where I'm like, dude, you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. It's really boring. It's not a good look for anyone. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like go fix it, whatever it is, fix it. Um, I know another human, I'll say human, and I've known a lot of people like this, so I'll loop it into a general, kind of a general example. Um, like, I meet a lot of people who jump from relationship to relationship, and they're like, man, like, I've been with so many people, and I don't understand why it doesn't work, but maybe it's just them, like, maybe it's them, um, and it's not me, and I just can't find love, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and like, you know, and in some cases, like, yeah, I would say you're with the wrong person, and that probably, like, that probably lends to it, but also, and this, you know, I would, I would say that this is applicable to a lot of things, like, sometimes you just quit, you don't even realize you're quitting, like, me with my running, like, I did that half marathon, and it, like, wrecked my body for a good week, and I didn't really run a lot after that because my knees hurt, my back hurt. And that was fine. Like, I needed to take a break. But, like, some part of me quit after that. Some part of me quit after that. And if I had just stuck with it and stuck through it, like, it probably would have been really good for me, but I didn't do that. And I, I'm not using that as an example to, like, hey, like, stay in the relationship that you're in, even though it's really not working. Um, I would say that if you are a person... That's a, if you can hear that in the background, it's dishwasher. Sorry. Um, if you are the kind of person that is like, man, I just can't find fulfillment in any of my jobs. Or you're like, man, I just can't find love with any of my boyfriends or girlfriends. I don't know what to do. Like, you got to, like, get some self-awareness. Like, I had that lesson, too, where it's like, I feel like I can look back at relationships that I've had and I can say, why didn't it work? Why, like, why didn't it work? But let's focus on you and not blame somebody else. Um, although we do know that, you know, it's never us. It's always someone else. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say I can look at moments like, you know, in, in one relationship, I, I wasn't ready and I was with the wrong person. I wasn't ready to be in a relationship. I wasn't mature. I was like super insecure, um, would flip out about anything. And I was so hard on myself and I was with the wrong person. And that's just like disaster disaster. Um, and then, you know, there's other ones where it's just like, Amber's really good at saying this and I'm going to try to say it the way that she says it. Like someone can give you 90% of what you want and you can be really happy with them in hell. Like you could be with them forever and you could be very content and everything would be great. But like, there's a rare person that can give you 10% more. Um, and when you're with that person, you, you feel like you want to be the best version of yourself and I'm not talking about, like, this hippy-dippy, true love soulmates thing. I'm, like, talking about you 
recognize that you that you you know who you are and you know what you want and you know what you care about and you're not putting on a show for anyone and then you meet someone that you really like that sees you for who you are and not who you want other people to see you as and a lot of the time I feel like that person that person can give you that 10% but you got to want that 10% and sometimes there's a bit of a gamble in it like you know, you can you can be with someone who gives you the 90% and you can say, man, I really want that 10%. I'm going to walk away from this and, and work on myself and try to find somebody else. But like, here's the thing. When you find someone who is great and you find someone who you really think that you could have a future with and just is, is, is awesome, like you got to be awesome for them too. It can't just be a one-sided thing. You can't always look to somebody else to make you better. You can't always look to somebody else to make you happy. You got to do the work for yourself. At the end of the day, it's about you and the relationships you have with yourself. And if you're like, I just can't ever find the job that I want or the person that I want, it's because of you. I know because it's always been because of me. It's because of you. You know, I talk a lot about how I'm like, I want to be Anthony Bourdain. I want to be Anthony Bourdain. And it's like, cool, are you doing everything in your life right now that's going to put you in that position? Yeah, you know, I'm doing some of it, but I'm definitely not doing all of it. Like, you can't just wait around for it. You got to, like, become that person that you want to be and You got to, like, put in the work. You can't just expect to show up and, and get what you want. That's not how it works. And I think that's how it works sometimes with relationships, too. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, well, I'm in a relationship and I'm happy, so I'm going to tell you how to do it. Like, no, nah, man, like, I scares me like does like like I just I mean I take a huge sip of coffee it's like you can like (laughs) hope to meet someone that you really like and then like you meet them and they're like hi I'm here now and you're like oh my god shit what now um it's work it's always work you know um, so if, if any part of your life you want that, like you're, you're 80 or 90 and you want that extra 10 or 20%, like you gotta make it happen. Um, and I'd be, I'd be really interested if you're listening to this, um, and you're like, okay, I want to do this in my life, but like, I don't really understand what you're saying about the 10, 20%. How do I do that? Um, let's like, let's talk, let's have a conversation. I'm, I'm really open to like, you know, fleshing this out a little bit more with you. Um, let's talk about it. Um, I would love to hear it and love to hear your personal experiences. But for now, if you're like, I'm not going to talk to you, Melissa. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be in your next podcast. I don't want to talk to you about this. Um, I would say my favorite exercise is sitting down and being like, okay, like, how do I feel like my life should be like in my guts? Like, what do I feel like, you know, what do I feel like I should have or I should be doing? And then just like, seeking out opportunities that tie to that and looking for them, you know, like looking for them and in the skills that you know, you need to build, like, like me, I know I need to be a better writer. I know that I need to start doing more video content. You know, I know these things. I I know these things. Um, you got to do them for yourself. Like, you know, I can't, I feel like with me, like I, you know, I can't just like write and be like, Oh, you know, I'm actually, it's a bad example. What I'm trying to say is that, like, for me personally, what that looks like is it looks like, you know, being harder on myself with my writing, editing things a few times, really calling out my own bullshit, um, really checking myself, 
before I go into something and really evaluating my own motives and, and, you know, making sure that I'm getting what I want. And, and a lot of the time it's, it's fighting against the like inner forces that we all have that tell you, you don't deserve this or you shouldn't have this. You're not good enough for this. Like you got to push back on that stuff because that shit will get you every time. It'll drown you. You'll, you'll paralyze yourself and you got to just recognize it for what it is. Um, this is one of my favorite Elizabeth Gilbertisms. Uh, you know, she like fear is a bully. It wants to keep you down. It wants to keep you safe. It's a big, dumb bully. So every time you feel that fear, just know it's your big, big, dumbass bully. That's like wanting to tell you, you can't do it. And like, if you give in, like you're letting that side of you win and you're bigger than that. God, it just turned into a Ted talk. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, so I'll end there. Um, but, uh, I have a few weeks left in New York, uh, and then I'm going to figure my life out. Um, going to Spain, going to Jordan, uh, lots of things happening. I'm really excited to see where this ride goes, but this has been a really interesting summer for sure. Um, and as always, guys, if, if you listen to this and you listen to a lot of my other stuff, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for supporting me. Um, and yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon.